Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, July 17th. Let's jump into today's top stories. The NCAA has announced the creation of the Women's Basketball Invitation Tournament, WBIT. The 32-team postseason event, which will be fully owned and funded by the NCAA, will begin in 2024. Details regarding the formation of a selection committee, the selection process, seating principles and host sites will be released at a later date. The NCAA also released branding for the tournament, which continues to highlight orange in alignment with other NCAA women's basketball branding, including the March Madness logo. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey kicked off SEC Media Days by remarking that, the reality is, only Congress can fully address the challenges facing college athletics. The NCAA cannot fix all of these issues, the courts cannot resolve all of these issues. The states cannot resolve all of these issues, nor can the conferences. Whether congressional action is achievable is a matter of debate. Much debate. But educational opportunity, supporting equitable opportunities for men and for women, ensuring the United States continued success in the Olympic Games, providing medical care, nutritional support, academic support, mental wellness counseling, these are nonpartisan issues that deserve a nonpartisan solution. Does Sankey believe expansion is done for now? People will say I get to decide that. Right now it appears others are going to decide that before we have to make any decisions. My view is we know who we are, we're comfortable as a league. You go bigger, there are a whole other set of factors that have to be considered with that. I'm not sure I've seen those teased out other than when my mind played out. On sports gambling, Greg Sankey said, while some states have enacted laws protecting participants, all states with legalized sports gambling must act to ensure enforcement of gaming regulations and put in place clearly stated laws that protect participants from hostile behavior. The race for revenue is understandable. But states and the gambling industry have a responsibility to protect our participants from threats and abuse. On NIL, Sankey noted, in many ways, NIL has been a net positive for young people competing in collegiate athletics, but it has also created a series of realities that put the long-term viability of collegiate athletics at risk. And, we all know there are stories, some told and many untold, of false promises, empty commitments, NIL agreements unfulfilled, inducements offered but not provided, and other behaviors that rightly cause concern. Student-athletes want to know their competitors from other states are governed by the same rules. Uniformity will ensure a high school student being recruited by universities. Across the country knows there is a consistent set of rules guiding their NIL activity. Student-athletes ask for our help in navigating this minefield, and they want protections for themselves, their teammates, and their competitors. BYU AD Tom Homo acknowledges his tenure is likely nearer its end than its beginning, telling Deseret News. I will say this, this is a job that takes a lot of energy, and a lot of passion. At least it does for me. So that's how I have done it. And I have that still. Like today, they just gave me a metaphoric foreshot of adrenaline, passion, love, energy. Like, I think I can go for 20 more years today. Tomorrow could be a different story. The important thing is I need energy and I need passion, and I need to do it right. Gotta do it right. And I care so much about this school, that when the time comes where I feel someone can do it better, I am going to pass that baton. There is no question about it. You are not going to see me drag this thing down. I won't do it. 
Homo also addresses TCU's recent announcement that it will not sell single-game tickets for the Horned Frogs home football matchup against BYU or permit ticket holders to transfer their tickets to other fans. I think it is a strategy. And I don't think it is the way the market moves as much as they feel that that could be a competitive advantage. And that, I think, is a tribute to Cougar Nation. ESPN's Adam Rittenberg reports eight former Northwestern players have retained noted civil rights attorney Ben Crump and Chicago law firm Levin and Perconti for a lawsuit against the university for physical, sexual and emotional abuse related to the hazing incidents that took place in the program. Crump said, whether the coaches at Northwestern approved or participated in the harassment of these players or not, they are responsible for allowing and enabling a toxic, disgusting, and damaging culture in their programs. Sadly, our research suggests that this kind of abuse of student-athletes may be far more common on college campuses than we know, because there is tremendous pressure to keep quiet. It's time for a reckoning to protect young athletes. According to the firm, more players are expected to join the legal action in the coming days. The legal action is expected to expand beyond Northwestern's football program and will expose extreme and abusive hazing in other college athletic programs as well. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, July 17. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.